0: R, in Aleph, Ushri Alafar Bas Bavel. So we have seen, as a general matter of technique, the prophecies of Yeshayahu are never in a strict linear sequential order. By that one means that. He can prophesy in one chapter on Achris Hayyamim, the arrival of the Mashiach, and in the next chapter go back to, say, Sancheriv. Or he can do Koresh and then go back to the ten tribes being exiled. Here, after two prakim on Koresh and Paras and Madai, he is going to be back to Bavel, which isn't surprising because we see he has done that. But what is interesting here is that he has prophesied against Bavel completely in two different Prakim, uh, Prakim Yud Gimel and HaFalav. He prophesies the end of Bavel. Why revisiting this for the third time? The Meforshim tell us that notwithstanding the, quote, happy, unquote, ending, uh, of the Babylonian exile, and that they were sent back to rebuild the temple. It was a glorious exile, if one can say that. But the captivity, the original captivity, the destruction of Jerusalem, the destruction of the temple and the forced exile to Babylonia was cruel. It was catastrophically harsh. It was brutal. It was sadistic and so the potter's bar who wants to establish that the revenge will last and so we come back to it in a third time says the nuffi redeem u shwi alafab sulas pas novel shwi lorets anki sabaskazim he los so raka the anuga in other words Go down, sit in the dust, you virgin daughters of Bavel. Uh, Virgin Basulas Bavel is a metaphor for Bavel in the Basula that the nation itself had never been conquered up till now, Bavel. It was a supreme conqueror that had really, literally, conquered the known world. But now it is about to uh, be destroyed, and so, redo, go down, sit upon the dust as if in mourning. <speaking in> Besulas Bazar, Shreela <Hebrew> sit on the ground. Enkise <speaking in Hebrew> There's no longer a throne, daughter of the Chaldeans, which is a metaphor for Bavil. Kilososifu Yikroloch Rakhafa Anuga. No longer, and the metaphor is of a tender, Pampered, overindulged woman who never had a minute of self doubt or a minute of um, real life problems, it's over for you. Um, in fact, you are not only going to cease to be pampered, you are going to be reduced, as we're going to see, to slave captives. Continues the Navi Perek, sorry, uh, Pusuk Bays. Take a sieve uh, and grind flour. In other words, they were reduced to like petty menial slave jobs of grinding the flour. Continues, remove your veil, your fancy finery and stuff. Um, and therefore, Dali Shok Irina Horos, reveal your leg. And by that it is mean that um, you are going to be forced to go to grind wheat for your captors but more likely you're going to be exiled and you're going to have to cross the rivers of El to leave the land and of course that entails like pulling up the skirt as you cross the river so that she is driven across the river etc says Pasuk Gimel and of course uh, your shame and embarrassment will be revealed at this point because you will have to go like um, unclothed to certain areas, immodestly. Nekom ekach efka adam says the cutter Baruch I am going to take revenge and my revenge, in my revenge I am not going to resort to another person to a human being. I solely will administer uh, the revenge, I don't need to contract it out as it were, Pasach Dalit is B'nai Yisrael speaking a one sentence um, diversion Go Hashem Tzra'ot Shmo Kedosh Yisrael it is the recognition that our Redeemer is Hashem the Holy One of Israel, now back to the Besulas Uh Shev Domam Sit in silence. Um, come, come into the darkness, Baskas Dim, daughter of the Chaldeans. No longer are you going to be considered the mistress, as it were, of kingdoms. Um, and, continues the Kaddish Baruch, this has nothing to do with you. In other words, your um, triumph over B'nai Israel, rather, says the Kaddish alami. I grew angry with my nation. I degraded my uh, legacy of B'nai Israel. Vet I gave them into your hands. It wasn't even your military might. Lo However, you exceeded that which you were intended to do. Lo samtalehem rachamim, you showed them no compassion, and worse, al alecha ma'od. The older, the infirm, which usually get a sort of respectful preferential treatment, you made it that much more the harder. You weighed down your yoke, alecha ma'od. You went out of your way to oppress the old and the infirm. Atomer lo lum, a yeg veras, adlo, samta, ele, alibe, los a hearty, a hrissi, shimizos, adina, hayoshevet, levetta, hom rubble of a vo, any the afsi ode, lo a shave, almona, below a dash So let's take that in phrases. Um, you said that you will, of course, rule forever. Now, here, this Bas uh, Bavel, you became one so accustomed to living in total security. Uh, who says, she says in her heart, I, it's all me, and besides me, I am the centrality, I am invulnerable to the vicissitudes of life and death, I shall never become widowed, nor will I know loss of children. More of the Zion, Yeshayahu uses the phrase, um, Lo that you lived in such splendid ignorance and bliss that you didn't realize the end, and yet you had every cause to realize the end, because as we know in Megillus Esther, Yermiyahu prophesies exactly what is going to happen when this happened your ultimate destruction so you should have known this from Yirmiyahu we know that Ahasuerus knew it Megillah Sester it records that he made a miscalculation based on his reading of Yirmiyahu so you had to know that the end was coming and so you deluded yourself you will not know widowhood meaning you will not use the kings you will not use your leaders you will not use your sons in war Loch And yet, notwithstanding your delusional fantasies, both of these came to you in a fleeting moment on one day, the Almon, loss of children and widowhood. Um, that is referring to Belshazzar. He he sees the handwriting on the wall, the last king of Babel. And that night, that very night, the sun doesn't rise yet on the next day. He is assassinated and a surprise attack by the Persians and Medeans. So your delusion doesn't last through the night. Um, They came upon you in full measure with the multitude of your sorcery and your great strength, and he was being sarcastic, your great faith in witchcraft, they came to you suddenly, even with your great reliance on sorcery and witchcraft, were well, no help to you. You trusted till the end on your evil that no one sees me. No one knows what I'm Secha. No one sees me, and you said uh. Uh, your wisdom and knowledge was which caused you to wander, and, and therefore you said you deluded yourself in your heart. I am besides me nothing. I am the center of the universe. Nothing can touch me but misfortune will come upon you, Lo uh, Shakra. You won't know it's Shakra. You won't know it's morning, because as we said, this all happened during the night. Del shots are assassinated, Bavel um, destroyed in a war with Paras and Madai. hove lo uh, and the destruction will fall upon you, and you can't come, it will be a total destruction will come upon you, and suddenly you will not know it, you will not even realize it. So here the navi is said, um stand with your sorcerers. um your sorcerers, your astrologers, your your soothsayers, your magic, which you toiled from your youth. And um now rely on it. It's yours. And in a very sarcastic conclusion of the posit, so maybe you will prevail, maybe you won't prevail. Continues the Navi. Uh near late, you have become wearied and exhausted by with your multiple consultations. In other words, with these astrologers now, uh let them save you. Those who read the stars, the soothsayers, the communicators with the, the dead, uh, they gaze every month because we know each month it was held like a horoscope. It, it was changing your fortune. So now those who advise you each month, let them save you from the things that are destined to come upon you and you will not be able to escape. Uh, lecha, uh, Hine, hayu lo miyat they, the gods, the prophets, the astrologers, the soothsayers they become as kakash, as stubble of a fire and the fire burns them, they consume them they can't save themselves, yet alone you, and When it is burnt out, there is nothing. There is literally no heat to warm you, no coal to light. It is empty, total devastation. And also, it is not only a physical destruction. This is going to be a commercial destruction. How? We're talking about your merchants. Remember, Bavel was the center of the civilized world. There were commercial caravans traversing the entire peninsula, the Saudi Arabian and the African nations, bringing merchandise and taking the goods of Bavel. It was the commercial center of the known world. And so what he's saying, the merchants with you, you have worked since your youth. Ishlav roto ein every man wandered to his own side. What does that mean? Farsham say that the caravans headed as usual to Bavel would hear on the road the news of Bavel under destruction and would make a quick U-turn. So they deserted you, your commercial outlets, um, and there was no one to help you. Ein Moshecha. So you were destroyed both commercially, you were destroyed physically. The soothsayers desert you, the merchants desert you, You were totally destroyed for your indifference as to how you treated the children of Israel when you conquered them and led them to Bavel. And in Yer HaShem we are going to next discuss a very interesting 14-year hiatus we saw in the Beis Hamikdash building, the rebuilding. We see it stopped and it resumes again um, 14 years later. What happened during those 14 years? We know as a very interesting Nebuah, in Mirza Hashem, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow.